choose from was Coote. He hits it, he's yes! got it! He's got the field goal! He's got the premiership! It was better than Leo! What can I say? Mamba out. And we are back. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. You're sitting here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. Locke, what's doing, my guy? How are you? Mate, happy public holiday. Happy public holiday. Bless that is, up, of course, if Queen you're Lizzie. listening, uh, day of. If not, hope you enjoyed your public holiday. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, happy public holiday to those. Happy birthday to uh, the twins in our life. Uh, we're not going to name and shame you, but happy birthday to the twins in our life as well. But, yes, happy public holiday. Praise be on to uh, Queen Lizzie, giving us a, uh, a public holiday. Valet, Queen Lizzie. Uh, now we've got to pray to King Chuck. So yeah, yeah I'll let you do that one. I'm pretty good. I'll might give that one a miss, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to I'm give more us more public holidays, anyway. yeah. If he wants to give us a public holiday, I'll fucking give you a pray. But I mean, I do that to anybody. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Um, my guy, how's your week been? Bit doing all right? It's been all right. Short week, but they feel the longest, mate. Somehow we made it to made it to Thursday, but fuck it felt like a long one. Yeah, fuck it Friday tomorrow. And then we get into I mean You've just come off vacation. I'm going on vacation. Yeah, but it's does just, it really count? So you're either on. just about to go on vacation or you're always just finished vacation. There's always something going on. Beauty of being a teacher, my friend. Beauty of yeah, being a teacher. I guess so. Speaking of, pass my little teacher entrance exam. So Ooh, happy days. Shout out, Matty B. Shout out, Matty B. Apparently, I'm above average in the uh, maths department. Yeah, you got to be above average uh, in some department. I worry because I'm uh, just bang on average in the English department and I'm an English teacher. So I've also seen you count, so I don't know what they're uh, scoring that against. Yeah, I know, right? I know. But the math part is the only part that I studied for. So my week is going well because I got those results. Thanks for asking. You're a dog and you never ask, but that's I okay. I never will. It is what it is. It is what it is. We, we move on. We progress. We digress. Um, quick shout out as well at the very beginning of the pod. Uh, shout out to the Opals. The uh, FIBA Women's World Cup is kicking off in Australia today. Uh, tonight, Australia takes on France. Uh, and if you see me at the game, come say hi. That's all I'm going to say with that. Uh, I will be at the game. And yeah, that's it. Come say hi. I'll be in the fifth and dribble shirt. So come and find me. Um, you know, there's a few of us around. There's a few of us out there. So yeah, come and find me and we'll go from there. Um, now, as always, it's the Thursday show. So let's pray. Praise be on to the guys and girls at the cover. Locke, you got an article coming out, I believe, on the cover. I do. I do. Sit tight. I learn how to read. I learn how to type. I think this is very much the epitome of a, th- a million typewriters and a million monkeys, and they'll give you Shakespeare. <laughs> one of them will. Eventually, one of them will hit that uh, they hit that sweet spot. But, yeah, sweet, keep an eye gold. out for that on the socials. I'm sure you see something pop up. Um and let me know. Give me feedback. Good, bad, but please, no bad. Yeah, please, no bad. Good, bad, indifferent, but no bad. That's what we like to see. I'm not really that. I'm really. I'm kind of. I'm kind of impartial to the indifferent stuff. You can keep that. Okay. Just give me the good <laughs> one. Stroke that ego. <laughs> uh, so head to thecover.com.au. Uh, there is a link there for uh, what we use to stream, and that, my friends. <laughs> Is Riverside. Link Riverside. I was just, I'm teeing it up for you and you're not. Hitting, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Trying to tee That's it up like, for you and you're not. If that was not an alley oop. That was a Matthew Delavadova 2016 finals alley oop. Like, well, they got, they got the bronze there to pull it down. Like, 
Well, thank you, LeBron. I appreciate you pulling so, that down. Uh, speaking of which, you see, he shaved his head. This isn't a round boy. Nah, so bro, that was head. no. People need to look closely. That was a filter. He did not was shave it? his head. Yeah, it was a filter. Uh, you can see the outline of the hair on the outside. It's just a filter. Some of course, you. I'm very, I'm very not surprised that you've done your bald man research. I've done my bald man research. He's got hair still. Everyone's gonna come out and be like, "Oh my god, he's got hair." Well, yeah, he's got hair. I hate to, you know, kill the illusion for you. Some of us have to, mate. I know you don't, but a few of us got to pick up the slack for you. All right. Praise be unto the Doc Ryder, the socials guy, and to the Sherpa who we miss on a Thursday. Um, You would have heard the little sprinkled Sherpa notes into the Tuesday episode. Yeah, he's in um, some cave somewhere doing those notes. So we appreciate that. Shout out, Sherpa, working yeah, hard. Yeah, we're holding out. We're not paying him. All right, because he's not here with us. So when he's here with us, yeah, we'll pay him. Tell him he's got to pick up his pay him to get him here. So yeah, well, I told him wait. I'll pay him when he rocks up. Take your cash in person, big dog. But you know what? He's not rocking up. No bank transfers here. Tax nah, man. man can't see anything. Bro, the checking and the savings, you know, it takes nah, three days no to stress, go baby. over. You want the I'm cash, you got to grab it from under the table. Under the table, indeed. Praise be our men. Again, praise be unto Queen Lizzie. Thanks for the holiday. Uh, we appreciate it. Yes, we, everyone needs a little bit, you know, to recharge. Mm. It recharge. So um, it is what it is. That's what we're doing. All right, let's kick into pre-reviews. And as always, we start with the Yenar report. We haven't had a Yenar report of a couple of last couple of weeks. We've had some, some news on. been happening now. I think. Yeah, not too much news, but um, Yenar report. Joseph Sexali will be joining the Toa Samoa team for the Rugby League World Cup. Well, they just got a whole lot fucking scarier. Holy they were shit. already scary. There was already selection headaches uh, for Toa Samoa. Somehow you got to fit the Panthers trio. Nofoa Luma just lost his spot. That's all it is. Yeah, I think he would be struggling to make that. Can I just say, <laughs> look, for those that listen, you know our Nofoa Luma stance. Yeah. And it is what it is. We're not going to repeat it. But I she do find it humorous. Spot, actually. I mean, I think the Fuso Ferrari is probably... It's also, probably, it's probably oh, that's a go-to nickname. The Fuso Ferrari. Ferrari. <laughs> it's unreal. I kind of wanted to play a game, and I mean that's the thing. This is a, this is a tournament. There's pool games. I think players might get a chance. Oh yeah, they'll get a chance. Up. But he's not playing at anything. Uh, no, anything serious. I don't think he will. But I mean, um, the not Back on the thing, Luma, It's so funny that he's played one finals game, and like, like, let me go down to arguably like in terms of their their length. Alive, the most successful club in rugby league. Yeah, the Storm. Let's go do this, baby. Let's go ring chase. Oh fuck, we got bounced in the first week. Lol. <laughs> By the Raiders. That's tough for Doffley, but that's tough for the big fella. Did you see that article that the Storm put up on Twitter about the poll of names that they were going? Yeah, that, were that was so and cool. Like the biodynamics or the gargoyles or something like that. Like, like what was doing? Like. Could you imagine if we were supporting the Melbourne Gargoyles for all these years? Like, we're not supporting them, but no, if, if there was a Melbourne Gargoyles. Anyway, we're not getting on a Melbourne I don't understand the, t- what the Like, the Storm is such a good name. Yeah. I yeah. heard they got the Storm because they really liked the power. From, well, I did. Um, it was just Adelaide. what they liked out of the 1,000. Yeah, no, no, but I heard that's where they got they got the power. They, got, they liked the power, the Port Adelaide, the AFL team. Yeah, because um, they've got um, like a... Uh, a Zeus kind of like deity icon. Yeah, the the guy holding the lightning bolt. Nah, just a lightning bolt, really. I thought Um, it was a guy holding it. Maybe back in the day, goat colors though. The blue and the black, the teal and the black are hot, man. Um, and they like the Orlando Magic too. I read a little thing. 
Uh, I'm just doing a quick sherp because I want to believe uh, that I have got an AFL thing that you don't have. Uh, Port Adelaide. I'm doing it all one hand. I'm sorry. This is riveting listening. I'm sure. Uh, so, no, they hold so, so the logo I'm looking at is that they're holding the guys holding the. Yeah, he's holding it. What a good logo. That, that is, is such a, a good logo. logo. Yeah, it's very good. Fuck, that's so good. Like, I'm for those that you know, I have dabbled with the Sharon. Uh, you have the Shez. Sorry Shez. if you can hear the signs in the, the background. Old, the old Shez. Uh, and I am, I, I was always a Swannies man. I am very impartial to the Giants. I'd say I'm a Giants man now, probably over the Swannies, but Swannies still hold a big soft spot. So shout out to them for this weekend. Up the blood, bro. Port. Port. What a logo. Yeah, this I'm is not fucking, an AFL pod. But I unbelievable. Make that very clear. Yeah, I think if this was an AFL pod, we'd be having a busy week, mind you. We <laughs> This would be a very different podcast. If for those of you that don't know, just Google Hawthorne Hawks, and I will let you. I wasn't you even. Read. I wasn't even getting into that. I'm. I'm all meant that it was grand final week, so that would be a busy week. But yeah, different kind of busy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would. I would recommend highly anybody just go give that goat, your own shit. Absolute goat jerseys. Look and do the old ones. Yeah. Support just good, but um, yeah, not an AFL pod, but not an AFL pod. Fuck, at all. I'd give that a crack, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. We just like so Lee's going to give it a crack at the rugby but league. I know you're trying to segue, but why don't? Why doesn't another <laughs> team have the teal like this in NRL? They do. It's the Sharks, and they refuse to use it. Yeah, good point. Great, great point, Matty. Thank great you. Great point. Thank you. Yeah, fucking dogs. I'm two for two on the NRL talk. That's that's two episodes in a row. You've said great point. What was so, the other one? Uh the Ben Hunt. And uh, halves pairing. The Ben Hunt, Anthony Milford halves pairing being similar yeah. to that of... Great shout. Yeah, Great exactly. Shout. So you shut up. You're on a fucking roll. I'm, I'm on a roll. Anyway. I'm on a roll. Uh, but right. yeah, Suali'i to Tosamoa. Uh, yeah, Nofolo Luma loses his spot. Maybe the Fuso Ferrari will lose the fullback I think spot. he definitely will. I think the fullback... It might be Suali'i, right? They might just go... We'll, maybe he's been promised the fullback spot. I don't know. Maybe mm. maybe that's what's happened. Um. So he's, I think he might have been that. So he'll either be fullback or Crichton will be fullback. The wingers will oh, probably even think of Crichton. Yeah, I don't know. The wingers, they just so they they have, might be the strike center they because have, he hasn't yeah. played a lot of fullback. Nah, but he hasn't played a lot of, he played a bit of center last year. And I reckon uh, the centers will probably be Tungo and either Crichton or Suali, whoever's not. Well, fullback. you reckon that you reckon the next year he'll transition to center anyway, outside, inside. I, I, I did read that they. Older. That they want to, they want to make him the left. Well, be inside, um, Tupo. Inside Tupo, they want to make oh. him the left. They want to make him the left. So imagine just kicking the ball high. There. I was going to say the kicking prowess they're going to have on that left hand side, and then you got Angus Crichton just a truck nut inside yeah. those two the, guys. Uh, oh. It, Maybe this is a great try up him center. And I mean, they have a couple of pool games, so they can, they can definitely mess around. Oh, Tinker. Oh, they're tinkerers, all right. And then you got Toto and May on the wings. I mean, if May's allowed to play, you know. <laughs> well, it's not a uh, you know, it's not a national rugby league game, so of course he's allowed to. Well, play. did you see what they what England did with John Bateman? No, John Bateman basically killed um, Aiden Caesar on the weekend last weekend. Oh yeah, he had that uh, dangerous swinging arm or something. Bro, it was like he killed him. Like, <laughs> and now, no, but now Caesar's missing a grand final. Yeah, right. Because he's just so concussed. He was so concussed. He's like, you have to be bad to sit out a grand final. So what are they um, doing with Bateman? 
So he copped a suspension. They named him in the England Knights team, which is like the England B squad. Yeah. They're having like a warm up. They named him in that on the extended bench and they're going to put him on the bench. But oh no, we can't play. Someone else comes in. And then that's a game oh served. Oh my God. Which that's I don't really shenanigans. It is what Tom it is. Foolery right play. there. I'm called let him play. It is what it is. Oh, that is shenanigans. If you get suspended Foolery. in a league game, you miss a league game, you shouldn't get to miss like an international. Yeah. I'm yeah, fine no, with that. With I'm fine with like, and if you get suspended the week before Origin for a week, you miss a club game. Yeah, miss I'm, a club I'm game. I'm fine with that. If you get suspended in Origin, then you miss a fucking. I think game. it depends how bad the suspension is if it's the week before, because what what is it? It's two two club games equates to one Origin game. Is that what they? That's what they're doing. Isn't I it? think so. I think. I mean, so. if you like, so if I kind of I rate that. If you do the swing and R, you start punching on. I mean, definitely bring him into Origin camp, but right. it does get punched on. I had to split some year 10 boys up today. Oh, my Did God. You? Are they bigger than Futsal- you? Nah. Futsal has never been so insane. I just, I was already bored. But then these it's boys, a tough like, watch, isn't it, Futsal? These kids are actually pretty good. Like, I don't know yeah, what's good and bad, seen, but these kids, seen... were, these kids were pretty good. And then one kid got absolutely swooped. The other guy said, yeah, my bad. I didn't mean for you to end up on your ass. And he still went chasing after him and I had to jump it. But uh, it is what it no, is. No, just don't play futsal. Play real. Play like a real yeah, sport or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, they took something. me off basketball and put me on futsal. Why would they do that? I was upset. I don't know. I got my sheet in the morning, a little casual sheet, and it said, oh, you're on basketball. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm on basketball. And then they sent the email out and they put me on futsal. So I'm sorry. That's You guys don't need to know that. You don't this care. isn't a futsal podcast. It's not a, never not a futsal be. podcast. It'll be an AFL podcast for it's a futsal podcast. It is, however, a basketball podcast. But we're not going to be talking basketball. Um, moving on. Is all the pressure on the Cowboys? Yeah, nah. This weekend. Is all the pressure on the Cowboys? I'm going to say nah. I'm going to say even though we have home ground advantage, the pressure is not on us. We were touted to be wooden spooners by many, many execs this year, by many people, many execs. We've had a an accomplished B plus, A minus year regardless, okay? Yes, the origin period was tough. And again, yes, we have firm field advantage, but the Eels have this chip on their shoulder. They got so, People forget they got so close last year. They're the only team to beat Penrith two out of the last three times, you know, to beat the Storm three of their last like five occasions or whatever it is. So the pressure isn't on us, I don't think. I think the pressure is on Parramatta. And if Parramatta don't perform and have had an entire premiership window since we won our last premiership, because they've been pretty good for, what, seven years? Seven, eight years? Yeah, six, and then they had that weird um, that weird 2018 year. Okay. So they did well so, in 17. They've had, they've had about six years. Yeah, I agree. I agree. About six years. If if we've gone from the bottom of the table to them potentially contending in that six years and they've just stayed good enough to make the eight and then get bounced out, the pressure's on them. It's got to be on them, right? Tell me I'm right. Well, thank you for asking me. That was really good. That segment was really good where you do the asking and I do the answering. I was a fan of that. That was fun. Um, it's almost like I put this in because I didn't want you to answer it. I do I do tend to agree where I think the pressure, if you looked at this, any, if it was any other teams, I think you would go the pressure's on the Cowboys. Like I said, like they're at home. They won week one. Um, they have a huge home field advantage. They've they've been called not frauds, I think, but they've had some soft schedules at some point. And as you said, they went through a bit, little bit of a tough patch during the Origin. Mm. Uh, I think they they would they would normally be they would normally kind of be very heavy favourites. 
Yeah. I mean, you look at the betting and it's not crazy. Like it's, there's 40 cents difference in them, which isn't like the be all end all. Uh, But because this is para, I think it does fall to para. Yeah. And it's that same thing where it's like they do get close and they, they, they just always a win away or a couple wins away and they made it into the third week of the finals, which is awesome. And they're probably licking their lips seeing Penrith as the other team that'll probably come out the other end. Yeah. Because they, sure they, they they're the team that feels the most confident against Penrith. Mm, um yeah. I think the pressure is on them, especially with who with who they're losing next year. Also, I'm gonna go on record. I don't think Papali is gonna leave next year. I think he's gonna play for Para next year. Okay, well let's let's swing back to that because I just have one more point about Para Cowboys. Parramatta are the ultimate first wheel team. They are up and down. Or rollercoaster team even. They are up and down. Currently they're in an up. They beat the Raiders forty to four. Like an escalator team, elevator team. Previously they were down. They lost to Penrith twenty seven to eight. Before that, they were coming off three game win streak, which is probably the best three games they put together all season, beating the dogs, the Broncos, and the Storm. Scoring a positive like they had they scored what yeah, 120 thrashed, points and only them, had yeah. like twenty four put against them yeah. or twenty six put against them. So you know, I just think the narrative for the Eels being a an escalator, elevator, roller coaster, Ferris wheel team. They're lots on the of way things down. go up and down. Yeah, lots of things go up and down. Pulley systems. You know, they can go sideways. They can go diagonal. I think I think a pulley system. I think more like a diagonal kind of. No, nah, see, I think up and down because I'm thinking yeah. about you know trying to straight gym. straight up and down sitch. Both straight up and yeah, down. I'm trying to transport not only vertically but horizontally with a pulley. I think. Mm. Well, let's let's transport horizontally again after I've made my point. Why do you think the Papa Lee sticks around? I just because if he what if he if he was gonna go, he, he would he, he would he wouldn't be doing the shit he's doing. Yeah, it's because it's I'm not because I think it's you, I, I don't think it's so much he's like gonna stay. Is I just don't think he's gonna fucking leave. Like yeah. I think <laughs> if he was gonna leave, he would he wouldn't be doing the shit that he's doing, man. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, if he was going to leave, sorry, if yeah, if he was going to leave, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Like you look at Appy. Appy was on the Matt John show the other day and they they kind of brought up publicly, oh, you know, this, you're going to go, yeah, man, I got I signed a contract. That's what I'm going to go. Like looking forward to it. I mean, it's different because Penrith don't have the money to money to keep him and that's something else we're going to bring up in a minute. But Pop Coruscant is a couple of years older than Papa Lee. He is, he is. And Papa Lee is, yeah, I don't know. That's fucking crazy, man. Like he's not going. I don't think he's leaving, man. Can you see him staying? You reckon he's going to go full Jordan Belford? I ain't fucking leaving. Uh, and I mean, I'm and- leaving. I can, I can, I can see him staying for sure. But I like, obviously, and, and I'm no you know, profit for seeing this because everybody has said it and seen it. But with Madge going, like he he obviously wanted to play for the New Zealand head coach, right? There was a reason that he was going there is to, you know, getting the good graces. And and by all accounts, Madge is a good guy. Shit coach. But he's a good guy. I think he's a decent um, coach. I think that team was just fucking dope. Yeah, like you can't win. Worse. Like who's gonna win with that? You saw him get worse with Brett yeah. Kamorley. And I don't know if that says more about Brett Kamorley or just the team, like in general. Like if that's Madge having a firing at all cylinders before. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. That's big. I just think, I, I do think that's a really good point. And I think Madge should have exploited that more. He was and I think COVID hurt. There was yeah, no internationals. 
test camps weren't together. Otherwise, he could he could have been trying to recruit some of these guys on the NZ team. Some yeah. of these young guys coming through, that's the perfect time. Like build those relationships. Oh, I like playing for Madge. You know, maybe the tight the Tigers are looking. Yeah, I've got that prior relationship. If I play well, guess who notices me? The guy yeah. who chooses the fucking New Zealand team. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? That's that's something that's massive. Did um, you hear by chance the interview that Brothen Asa did with the Hello Sport Boys? No, I saw it, but I didn't. I didn't. Very hear. I good. Listen, happens. but Braith essentially was saying when he signed there, because he signed there for the coach at the time, uh, who I believe was Tim Sheens. That would have been Tim Sheens, yeah. Yeah, and then Tim Sheens got kicked a week later. So Tim Sheens was like, I don't know what money we'll give you, but this is the role. Come. He signed the dotted line and then Tim Sheens got fired the week later. Yeah, I don't so, know if it's I don't know if it's and, something But my point is is that even then Braith was saying to them, You guys are like ten years behind the rest of the league. What mm. the fuck is doing? And yeah. they're, they're still ten years behind the rest of the league. Yeah. It's easy it's easy to like beat up on them. No, hundred percent. Yeah. I I know I agree. I, and we do it all the time. Yeah, and I think I'm just like I'm starting to wonder if Players are going to start to put these coach contracts in, especially going to a volatile situation like the Tigers. Like Luke's mm. signing with the Cowboys. He's pretty confident a year out. Todd Payton will probably still be there. Yeah. He signed with the Eels with all the rumors and shit here. Like Papali is pretty confident Brad Arthur will be there next year. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. But I think a team like that or a really struggling team like the Knights, like for whatever reason you thought Adam O'Brien was charismatic and you wanted to play for him. Would you try and get something in there where you're like, maybe I'll take a little bit of cash off the top, mm. and I'll get I'll get like a little clause in where if he fucks off, I'm gone. Um, or or maybe you go, maybe if he fucks off, it's not so much I lose money, but maybe the contract is like void, yeah, or something. And it's like, like I think I think a lot of top end players could get away with that, yeah. But I think you would think start to struggle struggle then because then you kind of it, it might help some teams too where you kind of like look we want to sack the coach if you're sacking the coach you normally kind of want to look towards a rebuild anyway mm, but mm. i don't know like the tigers thing so strange properly I, I really don't think he's going and he might go like this time next year he might have had a great year for the tigers and they're playing well and it's like oh you're a dickhead for thinking that but normally if you have to have this conversation it normally ends up not. There's, there's questions. Like, do you know what I mean? If you're having the conversation, there's questions to be answered. Like we're not we we're not really having conversations about other guys who are moving teams. Going, oh, I don't know if he's gonna fucking go. Yeah, I don't think Tariq Sims is gonna go to Melbourne. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's definitely we, going to Melbourne, the start of the year. We weren't like, oh, I don't know if Luch is keen to go to North Queensland. Bro, he was literally he was mid set putting his hand up asking to be out. I of know the team. it just is crazy. Like, <laughs> Send and, me north. <laughs> and Luke Gardner's not going. Mm, yeah, no, no comment on my future at Penrith. Yeah, <laughs> I just think Zach Hosking's like, shouting from the rooftops, bro. I'm keen for fucking <laughs> Zach Hosking, so. But that's just one of those like the Papali. Like if it's if you have to talk about it, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think in this situation, hundred percent. And I think it's going to play. He's, I think he's more quiet about it because the World Cup. Yeah. And yeah. I think we, especially because Madge is the coach of the Kiwis, that's only going to make it more awkward. So I think it wouldn't surprise me if he if he stays pretty quiet over the World Cup and then come November, December, that's when we start to hear all the rumours and, oh, he hasn't turned up to, to Tiger. Like he hasn't turned up to preseason. What's going on here? And 
Yeah, I think yeah. that's juicy. You watch him pick up a, a niggling ankle injury or something like that. Yeah, some sus that is going keep on. Him out of, keep him out of. Well, from one hot take to another hot take, before we get on to the next part of the ENR report, I do want to give you your flowers. I'm not sure if it was said on pod, but you've definitely said this to me before, um, that as soon as Brodie Croft went to England, you said he'll win Man of Steel's. And you know what? He was just named the Man of Steel. So mm. shout out to you, my guy. Um Again, you know, you're not a prophet or anything, you know, Socrates, but you, uh, you're you up there. I know there's a bit of a meme to say like a shit NRL player who's like young goes over there and you're like, oh, he would manage still. But Brody Crawford, I think, is actually a decent footballer. He's a good footballer. I think That's he's it. a decent – like if Jock Madden uh, – he might not be a first-grade like premiership winning halfback, but if Jock Madden – and I know we said all the time, but fucking Luke Brooks, like I think that Broncos team, seeing how – how far they've come. Seeing how bad Tom Dearden looked in that team compared to how good Tom Dearden looks now. Oh, yeah. Isn't that something you kind of go, maybe, maybe it was the situation a yeah, little bit? Maybe it was the Not system. all of it. Maybe part. Of, maybe the situation played a big part. Like, I know he didn't look crash hot in Melbourne, but he looked yeah. okay and he was young. Yeah. And Well, even yeah. Milford's looked better in uh, Newcastle than what he looked in Brisbane. So, well, like, the, you, like the latter part of Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a few players that would go along that. And it's just – and play, some players have regressed. Like, Kurt Capewell's regressed a, regressed a bit going there. Mm, um, mm. It's just one of those things. I think that you look at the situation and do you maybe go I'm, – I'm, even if even if 60% of it was him just not being up to snuff, there's a, that's a big chunk. Mm. Yeah, sure, 100%. Yeah. But, I mean, 100%. you'd rather – I know as personally – from for me, I'd rather go over there, kill it, win Man of Steel, um, have a, have a lot less pressure, and have that away from the media because they do not talk about like you think Melbourne doesn't talk about rugby league. England doesn't give a fuck about rugby league. He's not on any paper anywhere. Um, yeah, he's just living a good life, win a Man of Steel, playing good. He looks good out there too. He does look good out there. He's just enjoying football, and that's the idea. I just wonder if he'll come back and enjoy too. football. Yeah, he might I come would, back, but like, I don't want him to come back to a shit team like the Knights. No, but you know what? Half. I think it, it wouldn't surprise me if if a team kind of – I think because I think we're looking at a situation where it's like teams need some depth. Like we'll get to it – fuck, we'll get to it when we go, run through the team names for Para, but they don't have any depth. Surely they uh-huh. could throw so, him some some money to, to come back, but and, not him specific. You know, segueing back to the Tigers, they got fuck all. Like, yeah, not, whatever not they're him doing specifically, with right? Like just just like an experienced half who can get out there. Maybe you need some more time playing. But You sweet, bro. Yeah, I just had something fall off the fucking desk next to me, but it's all good. <laughs> I'll go on mute in a second. I'll fix it up. But, yeah, I don't know why we can't get some of these, um, some of these halves, give them a second chance. Yeah, no, I, I – Completely agree. Um, and, yeah, it, a, a bit of it would be the system because, as you said, you know, Tom didn't play in the way that he's playing. Um, it can't all be, you know, the the player or the coach. Like you've seen the growth in Dearden playing in the role that he's playing, but he's playing a similar role to what he was playing before. He was the second fiddle before. So what's changed? And the, yeah. the thing that's changed is the system. The team, yeah. the team's and, probably and think- a little bit better around him, but not, I wouldn't say overly better i think luke brooks as well just has like oh sorry not luke brooks. i said fucking well as a freudian slip i think <laughs> brody croft it's because they look similar luke brooks and brody croft yeah i think brody croft is a better looking bloke but they cut like you could dress them up with those goons from spy kids out of the thumbs and i reckon you could like <laughs> Bro, you sneak could dress away up a with lot that. Of people like thumbs and they would be the same yeah i'm looking at one but <laughs> 
And I think Brody Croft, when he was here, everyone kind of saw what he looked like. And you're like, all right, short half, massive quads. Like, we're just going to get you to just throw the ball around and you're just going to like pick your spots and kick and do this. He yeah. runs like a champion, man. And may, maybe his better role is to play outside of a playmaking half, right? Like we all kind of – because you look maybe at him play five, and, we're, and we're always very like judgmental with what we see, which is fair. Yeah. That's all. Sometimes you see and that's all, all the information you have. But you look at him and you think, fuck, he'd be a good little like little general, right? Like Lou Alfie, Lou Adam Reynolds, Andy yeah. Johns. Like he's got that build. But it's like maybe you just need to fucking run. Like Tom Dearden. Maybe he's just a little Jack White. Like you look at Tom Dearden and you think – yeah, cool. He looks like he should probably be a seven steering guy. And I still, in the back of my mind, I still think eventually he'll transition into that, like that lead playmaker, but he might mm-hmm. never. He's playing well outside a playmaker. Yeah, playing real well outside a playmaker. And I think that's Hell, what it is. Like, third week of the finals, bro. Yeah. It but is, no pressure. What it is, yeah, no pressure. All right, let's get on to the next part of the ENR report. Uh, how are you feeling, bro? Penrith are going to be stripped in the offseason. You got to find a way to pay Toto, Critter, Spence Lenu, Liam Martin, Scotty Two Hotty, the older version, and the Fuso Ferrari. What do you? What, I mean, I think the money's going to the first three guys, isn't it? I think so. I think Martin and Staines are probably gone. I think it was Staines. I know for a fact they're actively trying to look yeah. for that. They've been pretty open about that. Um, but I think Liam, you know, Liam getting Martin guys like Hosking and, and Garner and stuff like that, that's like they're Liam Martin replacements. Yeah, they are. I agree. I just think it's the Toto and Critter thing is going to be if they want to. They could go get so much more money somewhere else. Mm. I think it depends on culture. And if Penrith Play go with back their boys, to, but that's their culture, yeah, that's Penrith, their area. If Penrith go back to back, though, do they just go, this was fun. We won a couple chips. We played some Origin. We did well. Now, like someone throws a lot of, someone throws like nine hundred k at Critter, and they're like, "We'll take, we'll take the shot of you at fullback. Like, we'll give you a go. Why not?" Yeah. Does he then go? Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'll do it. Like, there's a maybe, lot of money to turn maybe. away from. It is a hundred percent. There's a lot of money to turn away from. I'm not saying that it's not, but I think there's more. Like it took Josh Adokar how many premierships and how many years of sustained success mm. before he decided, hey, mm. I'm actually going to go and be my own man now. Yeah, so and may- maybe I think, that's the I think case, there's one yeah. more. I think there's one more contract in them because they're still so young. Yeah, I think are. there's one more, one more three or four year deal in each of them at Penrith, and then uh, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's a three year deal. They're really then in the prime of their careers, and then they go, all right. Time for one last big payday. Let's sign a five-year to Newcastle. Kalen's not getting it done. Give me the $1.2 million. I'll play fullback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do think so too. I think, as you said, the first three will be prioritized. I think the first two will be prioritized. Mm, Spencer, mm. Spencer, you could see you could see leaving just because I think he's got that. He's got so much potential there and he's stuck behind Leo, Big Moose, and Fisher Harris. Like, that's a got, hard front line to break into. You got a bit of money coming back to you as well. Apasai and uh, Kickout coming off the books. You're going to be able to throw a little bit more at the boys. Yeah. Um, and, and you'll probably be able, you'll be able to upgrade their deals that they're on currently for sure. Um, and, you know, Scotty Too Hotty is not going to demand too much. I don't think Big Spence is going to demand too much. Yeah, Liam Martin is Too Hotty as well is always a guy that you could, as great as he is for depth, and I love him and the energy he brings to the locker room and, and the impact off the bench. They're the guys you're like, look, this is the – you don't really you can't really negotiate with those guys. You kind of say, yeah. look, this is this what is we what have we to got. offer you. 
if you take it, sick, awesome. We'll see you next year. If you don't take it, there's some young throw. Like there's some young guy coming if through Penrith system. If you don't take it, we still love you. Yeah, if, we'll still love you. And Mav guy is gonna love that jersey next year. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's always someone coming through, and Toto and Critter are so massive. I mean, May coming through has really put pressure on Toto. As good yeah, as Toto sure. is, May's been fantastic. I still think Toto's a tier above. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely he's definitely shown that. If if the worst was to happen and Toto was to leave, there is a guy who could potentially step up there. Crichton is the game breaker I'm worried about. Yeah. And when you have a team like Penrith, can you and you have so many superstars, can you afford to have one of them who floats in and out of games? Like you you look at Latrell Mitchell's a perfect example of this, right? Like he's locked mm-hmm. in, he's been locked in this season, best form of his life. He's just Robin. Yeah. But Sometimes has been accused of, you know, floating in and out. Um, Had that trip to California and brought back all the bravado of America. He did, especially before that. He kind of, you know, in and out. But they could afford to do it. They 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 budget cut, you know, on a few positions. They've got their that right winger that's kind of soft, um, soft kind of front rowers. Um, I think they can afford. They they got a pretty cheap halfback, notoriously, um, and yeah. Yeah, I think they can afford to have a guy that floats in and out. Or I think Penrith, the way they're kind of they're designed to be on eleven at all times. Stephen Crichton's a luxury, I think. Yeah, possibly. Unfortunate, um, unfortunately, because he he is as as you and as the show knows, he's my favorite Panther. Is it? Fine? Yeah, but you've also got you've also got like if you're going with that analogy, you've got Nathan Cleary, who is at uh, what twenty four. And also in the absolute prime of his career, and, I think you know yeah, could I think be for the next five prime. years. I think I think this um, isn't his prime yet. We'll, we'll see him go to levels that is are in the prime of his career. Um, and you know he he's you've got you've got guys that can back up if if Critter wants to float in and out. No, no, I'm not saying him floating in and out is is a bad thing. I think some players are just naturally like that, and that's fine. Like that's mm. how you get moments like his intercept. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, that's how you yeah. get those moments because he can at times get so, but you can't be as intensely locked in as he is at all time. You just physically cannot. So it's fine. Like him, him drifting is not the issue. I think it's just that Penrith carrying, they can't do that. Like you look at Penrith, they don't really have anyone who's like uh, out and out. Just give him the fucking, like they got kick out. He's the closest to just give him the ball and get the fuck out of the way. James Fisher Harris? Nah, I still don't think that. Like he's not going to, he's, what he does breaks games, but he's not a game breaker. Like I think you look at you look at Cowboys, right? Let, let me give the ball to fucking Val. He's going to make something happen, right? Mm. You look at Para, you give the ball to Sevo. He's going to make something happen, right? Like something is going on there. Yeah. I think closest is probably like Kikau for Penrith, where they just kind of, we've got really nothing going on, but we're going to put the ball in his hands and something, something might happen. Eh, maybe I just hold JFH to a bit of a higher standard. I think you do. I know exactly what you mean. Like, I'm not saying he's <laughs> – I think he's the best prop, prop in the game probably if anyone's in front of his only top this year. Yeah, I was going to say it's not named I was going to say I think Tarpane probably edges him out a little bit this year. But I just Rather think the way edgy. that he goes, he just does – yeah. I, the game breaker to me is just someone like Latrell, like Val Holmes – like Teddy, you can just give the ball to and something's going to happen. Something's going to happen and it's going to be good. All right. Speaking of game breakers, and this guy can be a game breaker, David Fafita, the Dragons. This are guy looking, exactly is who I'm thinking yeah, of. That David Fafita, the Dragons are looking for a big play, possibly offering him another million dollar plus contract per year. 
you've just like, what the fuck? I just don't get it. I don't get it. How and I and I understand age, okay, but I don't get how can you offer David Fafita that money when the arguable Dally M wants to stay there. He just wants the money to stay there and the coach. But like, you know, I think that's the sticking point for him. I think I think that'd pay him. I think it's they don't want hook. I think that's the point. I actually. Don't mind this. I mean, the money is high, but it's probably going to be high anywhere for Dave Fafita. I think he's going to, I think he's going to live off million dollar contracts for the rest of his career. I think every coach is going to say, "I can get the best out of him. I know how to talk to him. Mm-hmm. I get him. Like I can. Like his highs are so high that you can't help but. I wouldn't like people slag on Dave Fafita. I've seen this man pick up a ball from dummy half, thirty meters out for his own line in the left hand corner, and I've seen him score in the right hand corner. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Un, like what he does when he's on is fucking unbelievable, and that's the same thing to me with Critty. Can't always be on. He's not going to be mm. an eighty-minute player. You suck mm. it up, you fucking deal with it. You let him be him. Um, yeah, the money's a bit tough, but he would be really good for his Dragons team, man. Him on one edge, Sewer on the other, Bird at lock. That's a good. The, it sucks the price tag, but for a guy like this, you probably have to pay it. So put him in the eight, though. Yeah. Yeah. Their record would have put him in the eight if it wasn't for this crazy year. True. You gotta remember they're like if if I think they were like two games above five hundred, two or three games above five hundred. Yeah, like this game, it's insane. Um that they didn't make the eight. I think they pretty yeah. much make the eight most other years. Uh yeah, a day for feeder, sure. Like he's straight swap him for Sims who you lose. Yeah. Why wouldn't you, mate? Yeah, I think yeah, he's probably just a younger more skilled Sims. Um, he's what Sims wanted to be when he was at the Cowboys. I was going to say, I think he was Sims a bit of fucking rap there. Yeah, but uh, like, Sims <laughs> are the cows. We no, I, Sims I, I rate Sims. I rate Sims now. I still think he's pretty uh, good, Sim, man. Yeah, Sims now is still very good, but Sims are the cows. When we had the Sims brothers, watch out, bro. That was, you know, that put us in the in the trajectory for 2015. Mm. Don't at me about that shit. Don't at me about that shit. All right, speaking of staying in St. George, uh, Tyrell Sloan wants out. He wants to move on from the Red V. Uh, he's not about it anymore. And I think it's got a possibly something or other to do with Hook. Um, he wants to – I think the quote was he wants to play for somebody that can get the best out of him. But you would think that, like, learning under Ben Hunt would be getting the best out of the situation. I think he just wants right? to play first grade, doesn't he? Like, yeah, how probably. how Cody Ramsey <laughs> took this dude's lunch is insane, man. I did not rate <laughs> – Cody, Cody Rams is a good footballer. I, bro, I did not rate Cody Rams. I thought, oh, he's like an all right winger. Like he'll be, he'll be always like the second best winger on a team. Which for those keeping at home is like the the bad winger because there's two only two wingers. Yeah, he'll be like you. the second best winger on a starting team, or he might be like the first up next who's like killing it in reserve grade. Right? I thought that was probably like his ceiling. Matic Cavallo's of the world. Yeah, like perfect. Right? Like if he starts, you're like, ah, fuck, he's all right. Like he's would we'll deal with he it. He might give me a try. And then in like reserve grade, he just fucking brains it. I thought. That was kind of going to be his mm. ceiling. Turns out the dude's a fullback, hey? Yeah, t- <laughs> turns out kid can play. Like, and he has absolutely killed it this year. And you know what's changed? Confidence. Not much, just effort. Yeah, effort yeah. and confidence. Like he plays, he's in that He knows mold. that the jersey's his. He's like, he's, he's that white boy fullback mold, like Guberson, like Dill Edwards. Not, not a whole lot of skill. Like if you're looking at skill between Sloan and Ramsey, Sloan would run rings around Ramsey, but mm. Ramsey puts the effort in. Ramsey gets there for the second efforts. He hustles in kick chase. He's 
got pretty good positioning in defense. He needs to get a bit bigger. But I mean, he's bro. He's he does got all effort the... in his try scoring abilities in the sense of like he just he leaves the floor. He leaves the ground. Have you seen some of his like yeah. union kind of tries? So he just a swan leaps. dive. I really like him. He looks really good, and he was kind of clicking. And I think that says something. Like you, if you're a guy as skilled as Tyrell Sloan, who between you and I didn't look great in reserve grade this year. Mm. Like didn't like if if you're like I need to be a first grade starter, you need to be killing it. Oh yeah, grade, bro, you right? need to be looking at you know one TA and one T every and game, like a game, like standard. You need to be doing yeah. what you're doing, and he just yeah. he hasn't done it. And the Dragons, they could keep him if they want. You'd be worried about alienating those other young blokes, but I don't think you'd bend over backwards for him. No, nah, I don't think you'd bend over backwards for him either. Um, it's a bit tough because it's a good success story. You know, Nan was on the sideline when he got his bloody debut and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, good player, good story, but um. It doesn't, might be up fit. To it doesn't fit. You might you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet, baby. I think so too. And apparently, and Wayne if the omelet is sniffing around, and he know he knows a footballer when he sees one. Yeah, if the uh, you know if the omelet is getting into top eight football after years of mediocrity, then you know break your eggs, crack your eggs. Do what you got to do. Yeah, Throw a little bit of veggies in there. Eat your greens. And if you do get a guy like Dave Fafita, which I don't think they'll get him, I don't think he'll end up there. He strikes me as a guy who won't leave. Queensland, bro. He'd be going from a really sunny beach to a really wet beach. Yeah, I don't, he he just seems like a Queens. He doesn't seem like he'd come down. To, you couldn't imagine him in a Sydney club, could you? Nah, nah. I could imagine him Queensland or Melbourne. That's the only it, really. nah, the only Sydney club I could imagine him is the Tricolors. If he played for the Roosters, they'd have some box heads on their team. <laughs> Between him, Crichton, and Suwali, they'd have some big. Big jawed brothers. Did you see the photo of Suwali when they announced that, like it was um one of the announcement photos? And he's like looking up like 45 degrees. It's like close up. He's tense. He looks huge. He is huge. He I know, but like in when you watch him against other football players, he doesn't look particularly like I don't know, bro. I saw him at the Dick. SCG and even I was like, Yeah, oh. but like this photo, I was like, fuck me. This guy, he looked like the size of a, a forward, man. He was massive. He is. He's huge. He is. He's, I guess he is. He he's, is. you know, Daniel Tupo with muscle. He plays outside Joey Manu, so I guess that makes him look like not as massive. Because Joey yeah. Manu's big too. Joey Manu's a big unit. That's, that's another George Bridgen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's get into it. Let's get into the pre-reviews. Now, this week on the Friday night, we've got the Moo Up North Queensland Cowboys going up against the Slippery Gypsy Eels. Um and yeah, I think we've you know we've talked a bit about this already. Obviously, um, the stats are as follows: they played forty two games against each other, and the cows hold it out twenty one to twenty with one drawn. The last time they met in a final, the cows won twenty nine nil. Um, and obviously earlier in the year this year, the cows won thirty five to four in uh, the Northern Territory. Cows have got the had the week off. Uh, Eels have this kind of monkey on their back slash chip on their shoulder. Cows are one to seventeen, named the exact same. Um, I'm pretty sure Mitchell Moses is named to play. My God, he'll play. Have you he'll got play. Him there? Yeah, he'll play. So the Eels line up the same way they lined up last week. The only question mark at the moment is Tom Opacek. Yep, and it's crazy because this is what I talk about with the Eels. Where the fuck is their depth? Where is their money? Because yeah. they're already talking about like, yeah, Opacek's going to miss time, which means we already have a small bench, right? They're already pretty little. Their bench named is Cartwright, Jartha, Oregon Kafusi, and Nia Kore, right? Like that's a pretty small bench. They're already mm-hmm. talking about moving Nia Kore into center if Opacek leaves. 
If Opacek goes, you throw Blake in the center and you bring Simonson on the wing. Yeah, don't see, you? that's what I thought too. But it's like even that doesn't fill you with confidence. Like, where's your? Nah, what's the depth? Like, <laughs> well, you got to imagine. You got to imagine like Mitch's contract's probably backloaded, so he's probably making like close to a mil next. I year. know they got some expensive guys in there in Mitch. Deal Brown signed a big contract recently. Guberson's Bolo, on Bolo. like seven hundred fifty. Bolo Reg. I don't know. They're what gonna have Reed to repay Isaiah Papali. Yeah, they got right here when he stays. And Ryan yeah. Madison's on decent coin. It's just like, but other clubs have good players. Yeah, no, where I know. is the depth? Like, where's the depth? You don't have halfback depth. You don't have outside back depth. Like, if Gooberson goes down, who's their next fullback? No idea. It'd like be the Penicini. silence it'd is be, real. It would be Penasini, right? Yeah, probably. Jordan Rankin plays New South Wales Cup fullback. He's like forty years old. He captain coaches. Yeah, true. Like Penasini would be the backup fullback, and then you go near Corey in the centre. It's insanity. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand where their depth is. Yep. It's like you look at that. Ex- this is their extended bench, right? So in case, so guys to come in if injuries happen. Makatoa, who I actually rate, I think Makatoa is pretty good. He is good. Bailey Simonson, I think has a has ways to go, but he's he's like a fringe first grader. Nathan Brown, who's fallen off the place of the planet. The place of the planet, he reckons. <laughs> the face of the planet. I was I was looking at this next brother's name and I was mentally preparing to say it. I got the easy ones wrong. Ofahiki Ogden. Have you heard of this guy before? Oh, the Ogden brethren. Yeah, he's played a couple of games already this mm. year. And then Kai Rodwell is the other. Possibly dad. the widest name I've ever heard. Yeah, he's one of the wise looking dudes. <laughs> I mean, you have a bloke named Tom Chester who looks like the milky bucket on your extended bench. So yeah, would, so. but Tom Chester, Tom Chester's a G. We love Tom Chester. Chestnut. We love the chestnut. Um, but yeah, I just don't know where the depth is. I yeah. don't. I honestly don't know where the depth is. It's crazy. Um, yeah, they really need Opacek to play, and I know that sounds silly because he's like he a he's just a really good center. Um, B he helps Blake not blow defensive assignments, but if you put near Corey in there, you lose a little bit of oomph with your forwards, I think. They're running really thin. Like, I imagine Makatoa probably comes in for him. Mm. If he starts, you reckon? Just put Blake at center. Put Blake at center. He gets, like, bullied under the high ball anyway. I have more faith in Bailey Simonson to catch the high ball than I do Waka Blake after the last Yeah, I think they're just worried about Blake's decision-making at center. I honestly think yeah, that's Yeah, he's is. a bit of a revolving door defensive. Yeah, player. I think they just think if we put him at wing and we put a, def- a defender inside of him, which Tom Opacek's a good defender, if we mm. just put a defender inside of him who makes good decisions, he can, he can try and limit what Blake does. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I'm. Uh... I agree. I think Bailey Simonson should probably be playing. It's weird because Opacek's not there next year, but Simonson and Blake are. So yeah. you think you'd want to get? And I know they're kind of all inish this year, but it'd be yeah. funny if they lose because of they lose Opacek right, and then that kind of fucks their rotation. And then Simonson comes out next year and brains it, and it's like, oh yeah, bro, this dude was just like on the bench, hey. Yeah, this dude was just chilling. <laughs> I am dude. very excited for the. Uh... The underfine thicky in Murray Talangi to take on Mike Acevo, the very defined thicky. Uh, Talangi's got some oof about him. Don't get me wrong. Um, it'll be like two trains colliding. Yeah, he just he just got to watch that. He's just got to watch 
that fucking sideline to Lungy. I yeah, mean, I, I've said it to you. I think off air. I don't know if I've said it in it like on the show, but Sivo is the best I've ever seen it. Just not coming in. He just fucking hangs on that sideline and you just, other wingers drift in. He does not drift. Mm. He just stays planted on that line. He always ends up on the outside of you and the pass always finds it. it's unbelievable. Like you I see, know, it, bro, if you've got, you got Val Holmes hanging there. He might drift in. He might drift in. He might, but I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like on, um, like on offense. Yeah. Oh, on yeah. Offense, okay. Yeah. On yeah, offense, yeah. No, he, plans, he 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 stays so wide, and it kind yeah, of it does. forces you to stretch yourself. Like it, you can't really compress the line because he's there. They punish you for that. Yeah. Um. As long as Flung is ready, but as you said, they've had the week off. They've kind of they they would have had a feeling they're probably going to play para. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're probably they, they've had power. a week to prepare. I think the week off, it's going to be like 30 degrees up there on the weekend. It's going to be fucked. Yeah, let's hope that that fucks Parramatta. Um, I've got the cows. Got cows they're flying the in day off, by the way. That's so dumb. I know. I that's know. the they're dumbest flying in, thing. They're I've flying ever heard. in and out on the day. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's going to be such a shock to the body. I think so too. And because it fly, is raining in Sydney, the fly out. Thing I think is also an underrated thing. In the back of your mind, you're like, "Fuck, we're playing out." What time is this game? Is it seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. Seven seven fifty. Seven fifty. So it's fuck eight o'clock game. Rafa, we're flying out at like one in the morning. Like, do you, I think that plays a big part in your mind. Whereas, fuck, we just get through this. The flying and- out, I can kind of understand. Like, I want to sleep in my own bed. You know, win or loss. The, yeah, but it's what, the flying in in the, the fly, look. The, the flying in is worse, is but I do think the dumb. flying out is also underrated. Whereas if you know, we just get like you're thinking about that stuff, like you just got that in the back of your mind for whatever. I don't know. I think that would affect me as well. The flying out thing. I'd want to be. Like, Can we just fucking stay, man? We're going to battle each other for eighty person, minutes. Though. I don't know. I still think it would affect some of them. Where are you going? I need to know where you're going with this. I'm going to go. Game. I'm going to go cows. I do think it'll be close though. I think it'll be close too. I've got cows. I'm going to say three plus three points. Yeah, I'll, probably, I'll go. I can one see to a Val field think, goal. I don't I think it'll be it. that close. That close, but they just can't let Parry get on top early. Nah, like an early Sevo try, and they hold their own in the middle. Yeah, I we mean, finish finished game strong though. We, I was going to say we have seen Cowboys come back, and we've seen the Eels kind of fade. Um. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm gonna go. Slip Cowboys. off in the tank, boys. Slip I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think the Heat, the week off. I think they've got it. I think Eels carrying a lot of emotional baggage. It's all culminating. It's all culminating. Uh, all right, Penrith Rabbitohs. Another pre-review, and then let's make like a shepherd get the flock out of here, my guy. Um, it's the grand final rematch that we all have been waiting for, that we've all wanted, and some are even saying that this is. The grand final here. Um, now, Penrith have won the last two outings against the Rabbitohs, scoring 26 in both games. So that's kind of a neat stat. Um, Penrith are the same, 1-17. to 17. Yeah, so, I mean, besides May. May besides is the only May, exclusion. Um, yeah, Forbes Charlie Ferrari Staines comes in. in. I must say that with the exception of May, it's crazy. I mean, Cowboys are the only full, full-strength team. Yeah. Um, once Opacek's out, well, I mean, if he plays their their full strength, but if Opacek's out, that affects them. Um, and if no, well, no, no one else can be because they're missing a few guys here south. Yeah. So Johnson's been named, but it's I don't think he'll play. He'll play. Yeah. I don't think he played. They named Richie Kenner and Josh Mansell on the extended bench. I do not think 
he'll play. Yeah, I don't think he'll play either. I think really that's. Think I think this play. is smokescreen, and if he doesn't play, that's going to affect them massively. Because I mean, I would probably play Richie Kenner at center. I think it's too much head noise if you play. Mantle? I think if you play Mans, I mean, did you notice they did not name Paulo in the extended? There's no chance he plays. Nah, no chance. Nah, I think after, after the last, last game. Penrith game, oh, and I bro. think he's gone. I think there's a lot of head noise for Mansour, um, especially whenever he plays Penrith. They just bash him. Yeah, they do. They pepper him with a high ball and then they just destroy and him. Richie Kenner, and Romy gets in his fucking ear straight away. <laughs> and Richie Kenner, when we saw them play the Knights, he had a hat trick, remember? Yeah, and then we're did. just like, bro, anyone can score a hat trick on this fucking yeah. on this Rabbitohs left edge. But yeah, I mean, they lose um, Sevilla Havili, who's actually turning into a pod favorite. We like Havili. We do like Havili. Um, um, one day you'll actually call him Saliva Havili. What do I call him, uh, Sevilla? Sevilla's fine. Sevilla, bro. <laughs> Sevilla Havili. Sevilla Havia. Javier. Javier. Javier Savage. Um, um, yeah, look, the bunnies are the bunnies are pretty well uh, outside of you know those those names. They're relatively full strength. Like they got. Do you want to know who they, they do have though? Latrell, Colomba, Tungy, Trell, Walker, Campbell, Graham, mm. Lachlan, Ilias. Like this, this is still a fucking good team, bro. Isaiah good- Tass, Isaiah Tass is a footballer, bro. bro. I like Isaiah. I think next year if they go with like Tass at center and Thompson on the other wing, that's not a bad setup. Yeah, and Mil- Thompson in this game. Why are we He's still injured. He's still injured. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, and Tane Milne, the only thing I'd be worried about is Tane Milne's playing on the right side outside Campbell Graham. Do you want to know who plays on Penrith's left? Jerome Luai. Do you want to know who was spraying each other multiple times last time they played each other? Jerome Luai and Tane Milne. Oh, I can't wait. That is going to be – there's going to be some fire in the, I think this is going to be a fiery match, rainy on a, on a Sydney Saturday night. It is going to be tough, mate. It I'm gonna to pick. I'm gonna pick the Panthers just because I think their forward pack is is just too good for this pack. Like, you look at the props for this team: Tavita Tola, who's having a great year, Mark Nichols, who's on um, the way to the fish, Hame Sele. Like, that's a tough prop rotation. Yeah, if they lose a prop, it might be good night. Like, it's and it's easy to happen. We see it now all the time. I yeah. do think Cheekam probably drops out. If I'm being honest. For who? Mawale? Yeah, I think Mawale. Or Hosty. Or... Probably Jacob Host, actually. Probably Host, actually. That's a good shout. I think Host yeah. probably Host comes in. I think also if if Johnson's out, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world if we don't see Kenneth Tasco's to a wing and Jed Cartwright comes at center. I doubt that happens. I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt that happens. So the Tasso... I think you just go Richie. I think Taff's a one. No, no, no. Um. Tass to the wing and oh, Isaiah Jed, Tass oh, and Jed right. Cartwright to the centers. Right, right, right. No, I yeah. don't think that happens. No, I don't no, think no, that no. happens. But Richie Kenner um, will probably be the wing. I can't see Kenner can ball. So Kenner can ball. As you said, had that. I like trick. Kenner. I like. But you know, Panthers with their with pretty well their one to seventeen. I mean, you know, no no Taylor May, but the Fuso Ferrari gets the gets the job done. Um, it's surprising they chose. I mean, it's not surprising. They seem to value what Charlie Staines does over to Ruba. Mm. Penrith seem to always choose got like they choose for whatever reason they value that I think it's defensively. Do you reckon um, they'll a, swap Toto and Staines? Do you reckon Toto uh, will go on the outside of Tango? I've heard uh, he's already on the outside of Tango. He's supposed to be on the left outside Tango because that's where May plays. Oh, so yeah, so yeah. Do you, oh, oh, do okay. I think? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah Taylor yeah. May and Tango on the left. I think they might 
swap it. Staines apparently prefers right winger. Yeah, I've yeah I've noticed that Staines prefers the right. May and May, I think you'd rather make him. Toto can do whatever, so I think you want to make him comfortable. Whether or not defensively they can stop Johnson. <sighs> Which is an know. asterisk. Yeah, which obviously, like, if he doesn't play, then, yeah, sure, put Staines on the right. But if he plays, I'm a bit like, it'd be nice to have Toto out there on the right. Mm. You just got to trust in Stephen Cryan to get the fucking job done. I think you do. I think you do. And it's almost like, all right, cool. Johnson can have a couple. We'll try and score down the other side. Yeah. Or we'll try and yeah. score down his side, by the way. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm pretty. I'm actually kind of keen for this halfback battle, though. Like, Lockie Elias, he's no Nathan Cleary, and I'm not fucking saying that he... Possibly ever will win. Shout but, out Jesus. But he's like he's had a fucking good year. And I would be I'm interested to see how because I mean he was going up against Nico Hines, who Nico Hines was probably is probably a better footballer, but Lockie Ely has put in a way better shift. Yeah, he, I, know, I like he played way better. I think I think the team makes him look better. I mean, if you watch inside their 20, Cam Murray does a lot of the halfback shit. He's first receiver, engages the line and and throws it out, and Ilias kind of plays this weird extra like edge player, but he does his how job really well. How silky was Murray's footwork on his try? Oh, though. He's oh, unbelievable. The little inside step to then just put the defense. Oh, it looks man. so weird. I I was waiting for the obstruction call, and you told me see an easy try like that. There's always an obstruction somewhere, and mm. I was like, I, I didn't say it out loud in my head. I was like, I was watching it. Fuck, I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna call this one back. And I just didn't. And you watch the replay, and you're like, oh fuck, he just like, that was silky. He as just bro. fucking gassed him like they had nothing. Bit of boost. All right, yeah, I got Penrith in this one too. Um, I'll be with Dadzy, throwing a few beers back watching this one. Uh, he's a he's a mighty Penrith Panther fan. He is. He's a smart man, Rod. He's yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to all the Rodney Bryans out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, look, you got anything more to say to this, my guy? I don't, man. I'm keen, but I'm nervous. I think I've been saying for a while here, Souths scare me they've got Latrell like at the end of the day the other 16 guys just need to fucking hold on and they've shown at times they can hold on and then Latrell comes here big swinger he's in the form of his career he's a top three player in the league right now I think he comes in and he just he has a massive game I just think on operating on vibe and vibe alone who do you have as a first try scorer in the cows eels game Oh, cows, eels. Give me two seconds. I do better when I'm looking at the photos. I get better vibes. Better vibes. Get, get good juju. Get juju up in this. Better juju. I think the eels score first. I do too. Really? And I think it will be Will Penasini. I was going to say Will Penasini. I think it will be Will Penasini. Yes. Okay, put um, money on there. The university telling us Penis Boy might have a crack. Penis Boy might have a crack. And if you're betting with play up, as we advise you do, and do it responsibly. That's a twenty dollar hit as a first try scorer. Is he paying twenty bucks first try? Paying twenty dollars first try scorer. Yeah. And in the Penrith game, who do you reckon goes over first? Like it'd be it'd be silly not to say Toto, right? I think Penrith was. I think Penrith will score first here. Mm. Um, I think they'll score early. I think it'd be Toto or Crichton. I was thinking maybe Tago. Tago, you reckon? Nah, I think they might. I think if Toto plays on the on the left. Oh. Riveting listening again. Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Go Tom's to Toto. Go Toto. To I don't so know. Toto's paying you eight dollars. That's not bad. First try score for Toto. Play up. He's on some form too. Last score. game had the double. Yeah, I just think it's so. I 
depending where the wingers play depends who they target. Because if yeah. Toto stays on the right, they're just going to go right all night. But oh, if 100%. they get Toto on the left, I think they'll, they'll go left more than we like. And if they go, if Staines is outside Crichton, I think he holds the ball a lot more. He's mm. just going to try and bust over the line himself. A bit of a value pick. 255 for Nathan Cleary to score 14 plus points. I would probably take that. That's that's a try and five kicks. I reckon I reckon he'll have I reckon he'll go over at some point. He'll convert maybe two or three others and then there'll be some cheap. I reckon there'll penalties. be a penalty or something. Yeah. yeah, there'll be a penalty. This game will have a lot of grub going on. Oh, plenty of grub. And also, if he scores two tries, you're pretty much fucking there. Brian Toto or kick out a score two plus tries is three dollars eighty. I don't like I'd, I don't hate that either. You have to choose one of them or you get them both. No, or you or get either one. You get either one. So one of them has to score two. Yeah, I like that value. I think Toto's got a double. I mean, Kikau hasn't had a massive game in a while. This could be the game we see him explode. Especially if those South forwards are tired. Mm. They could just throw it to him and he gets something going on because it has been a while. I think they just they need to contain Latrell. Yeah. I think the kicking game is going to be massive from Cleary here. It wouldn't surprise me if you see some third and fourth tackle kicks from Cleary. Yep. Um, just to just to kick it behind Latrell. Do you reckon Latrell it, gets the ping pong going again, like he did against the Roosters? That was so funny. I, I've still not seen. But no one's asked him. Yeah. It's like zero tackle. Do you not know what? Nah, <laughs> I think it, it used to be a tactic back in the day. Yeah, but it wasn't a good one. That's why they to stopped. Get the other, <laughs> to get the other ones on the back foot. I will. Yeah, but, I will leave on this. I will. I have one more. I know. I'm not going to get bogged down. This was funny because I'm not going to get bogged down. It into was it. not even a good kick. Like this is actually my value pick, and I know I've said this three times now, but this is actually my value pick. Any four of Staines, Toto, Kickout, Johnston, Milne, or Mitchell to score a try is four dollars. Even with Johnston as an asterisk, I think that is any very, four of them. Yeah, any I don't four mind of that. them. Yeah, I reckon two, two tries a piece, two tries a piece, or three tries and one. Johnson being the ash, do you lose it? Does a bet refund if he's scratched? Uh, I don't know if it's void or not if he gets scratched, but uh, maybe that's worth some cheddar. I think those backs are going to score. Milne might score. That'd be the fucking worst thing, wouldn't it? I think I think Milne and Mitchell. Yeah. Of of those, it'll be my bet would be Milne Mitchell kick out oh because I can see Milne scoring towards the end to put him like six or four behind. To get him close, oh, and then he starts fourteen behind. But okay, you think they're going to blow him out? I think I think it'll be a pretty big win. See, Penrith. I see. I, I it's taken me a while to get behind this. Rabbitohs have had the weakest side of the bracket. Yeah, but also Penrith don't blow anybody out. They barely blew out the Titans when they played junior. They just don't blow teams out. Yeah, they weren't in eleven against the Titans, but they hate the Bunnies. They, they hate, hate the, bunnies the Bunnies as much as the Bunnies hate them. I do think as well though when they times like this they get on top. They start thinking about next week. I do honestly think that. Yeah. I think they're going to get on top. They're going to go nothing fucking stupid. Let's just grind out this win. We're twelve ahead. They they don't go for that killer. Like they go for that stupid shit on the try line um, when they're down, when they're chasing points, or when they want to score. But yeah. once they're ahead, they're a lot more methodical, and they just go through the motions. And they're like, we're up twelve, we're up eight. We're just going to trust our process and and grind you to death. I don't think they blow them out. I think it's probably a one score game. I'd go one to eight probably in case there's a little bit of extra penalty shenanigans or late tries. Well, there you go. Expert insight from your boy, Lockie. He's the armchair expert when it comes to all things Penrith Panthers. I'm the armchair expert when it comes to all things Cowboys. So, so this, is the, this is your last week, is it? Move the fuck up this weekend. Um, 
Fuck the eels. I'm out of here. Praise be on to the doc guy, the socials guy, and the Sherpa. Praise be our man. Lock, anybody you want to shout out? Um, shout out the cover. Go check everyone's pieces out. Even Nick, this isn't round ball, but he's putting some good stuff up coming into the NBA season. You may see our faces over there with him here, our sultry tones chatting with him. Lovely. Cover Brethren Unite. We're going to come together. Arrivederci. See you grand final week.